0: Hey, what's up? This is Tyler G. of Batman Figs on Instagram. And I'm here to let you know a little bit about Zavi, Z-A-V-V-I. They are your one-stop place to go to for anything pop culture related. Anything from clothes to games, Blu-rays to action figures. If you want any of that, Zavi is your one-stop shop from Marvel, DC to anything else. Harry Potter, Kill Bill, they got it all. Use code TYLER20 for 20% off all clothes. Or code TYLER10 for 10% off anything else store wide. All right, now let's get back to the show. Hello and welcome to the Tyler G Show. I am Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. And we have a lot to talk about today. And uh, first, I want to thank sponsors of the show, uh, people that helped make the show run. First, big thank you to uh, Zavi, Z A V V I. They're basically a pop culture king website. Anything you could ever want or need, they have. And I mean it from anything from Blu rays of movies, video games, action figures, which they have the new DC Direct. Batman Adventures continue available for pre-order. Those action figures, they have uh, collectible coins. They got posters. They got literally they got shirts, clothing. So literally anything and everything you could want, uh, if you are a pop culture fan or a fan of comics, heroes, anything, you go check out their website, and it's a good bet that they have it. And if you use code Tyler twenty on any clothing items, you get 20% off, and if you use code TYLER10, you get 10% off store-wide. So, definitely check out Zavi, and I'll leave a link below in the description box. Skillshare. Skillshare is a huge resource that I, uh, I did not know about until they contacted me, but I highly recommend Skillshare for anyone that wants to learn anything, because it's just a a huge video community where they have things available such as photography, cinematography, uh, visual storytelling, things like that if you're interested in photography and that sort of thing. Um, if you're not, they have different things like they have cooking, they have, uh, how to crochet, they have anything you can want. And if you use the link that I'll put below, you get two free months to check it out and see if, uh, you like it. And if you don't, you can always feel free to cancel. And if you do, you're welcome for the first two months for free. (laughs) But it's a great resource and I learned a lot from using it myself, so definitely check out Skillshare. Big Bad Toy Store, uh, where they have all the newest and latest toys available for pre-order at all times. They'll even send you an email letting you know what's up for pre-order so that you will know right away what the newest toys available are. Uh, I'll leave a link below for Big Bad Toy Store as well. They are a great resource. Hayat Toys, they have a lot of new stuff coming out soon. And uh, the stuff that they have that they're showing on the Big Bad Toy Store available for pre-order looks pretty cool as well. And Hyatt Toys is, they are a three and three-quarter inch, basically a four-inch uh, toy line. And they have as much articulation as like a Mayfix or a SH Figure Arts and i have a few pictures on my instagram so you can check those out and i'll leave a link to Hayatoy's toys instagram as well ready sets is a diorama uh, foldable set where it folds up and uh, also sets up extremely quick and it has an array of rooms a bunch of different possibilities for shots i use them on a regular basis because just the amount of different shots you can get for just one of their sets is a great deal. And I highly recommend checking them out. So I'll leave a link below as well. Uh, Soap Studios, they have a new uh, Dark Knight trilogy of Batman coming out. Uh, I think it is from the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises style Batman. And they are uh, a soft goods, Mezco type uh, action figure company. And I have a lot of action figures from them fact here's one right here sorry for the people listening on the podcast it's the Bruce Wayne it's a soft goods from Batman Begins when he's training in the mountains with Ra's al Ghul and yeah they uh they're a great company great action figures with soft goods that other companies aren't making so like this no one's made a Bruce Wayne training with Ra's al Ghul action figure yet and the fact that they did it in a soft goods style it's It's pretty cool and i'm really looking forward to their new uh batman which uh i should be getting pretty soon whenever they send it so i'm looking forward to reviewing that and letting you guys know what i think about that so undone watches great watches i'll leave a link below to that they have a dc and batman uh line of watches that you should check out and also uh i'll be talking about these a little bit more but Toysnap.inc on Instagram, who we had on the show before. He is a toy photographer and a diorama builder from Ireland. He has new pieces available that he sent out for samples for me to show off to you guys. And I'm pretty impressed by them so far. And I have a, uh, a new picture up. It's my most recent one. So if you want to check out that, I'll also leave a link to his Instagram below. So that's for the sponsors and uh, we have also believe it or not we have more coming uh, more sponsors and more stuff coming that I had to show you in terms of like diorama stuff and new figures in general so I'm looking forward to showing you that and thank you to those people that uh, trust me to bring you that stuff. So Thank you to all the sponsors now on to toy news Uh, in terms of new announcements. One funny one that I really am enjoying uh, is the new Jurassic Park Amber Collection Announcements. They announced a couple of new dinosaurs. I'm not a big dinosaur person, so I don't know. Well, I'll try to uh, pronounce the name. The Dilophosaurus, the one that spits acid at Newman. And they even have a... His name is Dennis Nedry, which is funny because if you switch the R and the D, it's it would be nerdy. But... They have a Newman action figure available and it even comes with different heads to where he has acid on his face and he comes with the Barbasol where he was hiding the amber. And it even it even comes out where you could have like the secret stash thing part come out. It's a pretty cool figure. Probably gonna have to get it. Not even probably gonna, just gonna get it. So that's a cool new announcement. Also, uh Haya Toys showed off their Uh, new uh, Kick Me spray painted Robocop and it's supposed to be one of the new uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusives and along with uh, the Comic Con exclusive that was announced also was a Diamond Select uh, negative suit Spider-Man from the Spider-Man video game, the PS4 game and what else do we get, what else do we get uh, the Mafex showed off their new Mandalorian uh silver, like, Beska... I don't know. <laughs> Beskar armor. And it comes with the Baby Yoda, which is pretty cool. Uh, they also have, on um, Big Bad Toy Store, they have the Mecha Terminator 2 Judgment Day Ultimate Arnold, but that's also been at, uh... It's been at, like, Walmarts and Targets for the past couple of weeks.
1: And I don't know if,
0: if that's an updated, re- redone version of the one that's been out that they had come out a few years ago and they just keep re-releasing it or or not but it's I like that they keep re-releasing at least they keep re-releasing the best uh, version of the character from Terminator 2 but in terms of other figure news um, not too much nothing really from McFarlane just more promo pictures of the White Knight both Batman and Joker. Um, I'm seeing people were starting to get their figure arts, Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey. And I don't know if I'm going to get that. I was going to get the McFarlane version, but they showed that they were going to release a version, but when the the time came, uh, nothing happened. So I don't know. Maybe I'll have to look at the SH figure arts, Harley, and see if That's something I'm wanting to get. Maybe if the price is right. I haven't looked. I don't feel like looking right now either, really. (laughs) But uh, in terms of new figures for myself, I finally got new figures. And after a couple weeks of hunting, I finally got the Arkham Asylum, Joker, and Batman. Now, I saw people getting these figures the last couple of weeks. I, was, I didn't know if they got them as samples or if they were finding them at their, their stores. From what I saw and what it appeared to be, they were finding them at their stores. So that's why I was doing the hunting and uh, searching all over, hoping I could find them. However, when I did find these, I only found the Batman first, and I had to ask uh, one of the employees at Target. If they knew if they had a joker if they'd be willing to look. And right when I asked them, he knew right away he had one. It was just under the shelf. He pulled it out and he gave it he gave it to me no problem. And then I went to the cashier to check out and they went to scan it and it didn't want to scan. And that is every toy collector's worst fear, seeing that it's not available for sale. And the lingo it's called register lock. And it said not available till June 4th, which that would be today. Just the day I'd be able to get them. So if you weren't able to find them in your targets before, Walmart's before, today I guess is the official day that they're supposed to be out on shelves and available to be sold. So how did I overcome this obstacle, you ask? How did I get these figures, even though I was not supposed to have them? I simply went and Got a uh, Superman, the comic version, and just had the employee scan it twice, and uh, have that count as the as the Batman Joker. And I just bought those. I just took those figures instead. Now it may mess up the Target's inventory, but to that I say, don't have the figures out and available for sale if they're not available for sale. And even though the Joker wasn't technically the Batman was. So, what do I think of the figures overall? I love them. In fact, they might be my my favorite McFarlane figures so far. The Batman, initially, I wasn't too keen on, didn't really care for, but uh, I absolutely love it. The more I look at it, the more I take photos of it. The the fact that I w- I started collecting a little bit after the Arkham line from the video game from DC Direct came out, I w- I missed out on a lot of those, and by the time I started collecting those, <laughs> on the aftermarket had gone up like crazy, so there's no way I was gonna be able to collect those. So hopefully McFarlane release a whole line of Arkham video game because I I would I would get them. So far I'm loving them. In fact, another reason why I enjoy these figures so much, especially McFarland-wise, is because uh, these came with the most accessories so far. They didn't come with extra hands, but they came with this grapple launcher. Batman came with a clothes battering, which you can use for different poses. He's about to take someone out with that, like punch him with it. He has an open batarang for throwing. He even has a grenade, a gas grenade. And it has three different paints on it. So they even cared enough to paint a grenade. It has some copper gold paint, some silver. And I think the black's just the base. But the fact that there's three different colors on it at all is pretty amazing. Then you have Joker, who... they did The suit, the suit alone... Uh, I'm sorry for people listening. I'm showing them off on camera um, the suit alone Has so much detail. Yeah, I'm not doing too much justice showing showing here if you want to see pictures Please go check out my Instagram, but the suit alone has so much detail and they did a good job in making uh, the suit look like it has thread and if, if It just looks like it's fabric which is amazing and the articulation they put into it the hair the face sculpt is good Then they have accessories, and Joker, they didn't skip on his accessories either. He comes with a gun, which he's holding right here. Just take my word for it, those that are listening (laughs) on the podcast. And Then he comes with two of, if you've ever played the game, these are probably the most iconic things in the game, outside of Batman and Joker themselves. It's the thing that's most throughout the games, (laughs) and it's the stupid chattering teeth. And they're not stupid, I'm just being... You know, you get annoyed hearing them after playing it to, like, all hours of the night every day for a week straight. But I I love having these two. I might have just bought the figure just for these accessories alone, these teeth, because it's just a staple of Joker. You don't get it too much. I mean, I think the last figure I had that came with, like, a chattering teeth like this was uh, the first Mezco Joker, and I mean, I had to pay ninety, two hundred dollars to get a figure just with one chattering tooth thingy, and this one comes with two. It's only a twenty dollars figure, but the figure itself. Too, I I have a whole list. I have the day I bought these figures, um, I came up with so many ideas came flooding into my brain that I did something I normally don't do, and I just sat down and wrote a list of photos, photo ideas I could do with these guys, and have to fight myself just to not bust them out in a row and break them up but I, it's, I enjoy these figures a lot and just the fact that they uh, bring a flood of ideas the accessories bring a flood of ideas so highly highly recommend this and I really do hope McFarlane continues to stay at this level of um, sculpt, articulation paint and accessories because right now with these two, it's really, really high, their level of uh, quality. I'm really impressed by this. And I really if they get any better from this, then kudos to them. Because I would feel like this is like a Mezcota, Mafex level, just this Joker alone, just in terms of detail. It's like a Mafex level detail, um, articulation it's not as fluid and more of like, cause if you have a McFarland, it's more of like a ratchet style. You could hear it, but um, it's their qualities up there. Especially for 20 bucks, you can't beat it. I know it's like 25 at GameStop, but overall it's in the 20, 25 range. Now, today's review on some other figures since I just broke down those. And if you want to see more of a review, you can check out um, even on this YouTube page. I did an in-depth review of these guys. Uh, today's action figure review for the BTS wave is going to be from... Well, it's going to be it's going to be one 2-pack and I'm only going to show you one figure because it's the uh, Mad Love 2-pack. It came with... It came with a little heart and I believe it came with a Mad Love comic. I think it... Yeah, it did. And, of course didn't come with any accessories, but you see here's what you get with Harley. And it is cool that she comes with this variant version. Um, Joker was a re-release of the first Joker, just the regular smile, no accessories, just Joker. They didn't even, originally they were gonna give him a, a tux, a black tux, to make, it, make it more like the Alex Ross uh, artwork where Harley and Joker dance. But they didn't end up going with that. They just re-released Joker. So, um... I mean, outside of her, I would give the pack... i give the pack a 7 out of 10 because they put the comic Mad Love with it. And anyone that's just getting introduced to uh, Joker, Harley Quinn, or the animated series, I would say that's a a cool two-pack introduction into that world. So I'd say 7 out of 10 for the Mad Love Pack. And you gotta just love the Harley. That's basically why I got it. Uh, The next figure that was released is this new Batman Adventures Riddler. Now, this figure really boggled my mind when it first came out because instead of releasing... You know, at this point they hadn't released The Great Ghost or a Original Scarecrow or a BTS Two-Face And at that point I was like Why are they releasing this figure When he was barely In one episode, which was uh, Over the Edge Where he's barely seen on that like Talk show He was in a Superman animated episode But it bo- It bothered me that he was barely in one episode and we got a figure of him when we could have gotten so many other different figures. However, looking back in retrospect, I am happy that we got this version. Especially now that we got key rogues made in the BTAS version. I, I am a little bit more accepting of this figure. Plus, it's, uh, it's like a Batman Forever Riddler made in a Bruce Timm style, so I don't mind it. This figure I would give... I would give a a 7.5 to 8 out of 10, mainly because the rarity that, or the oddity that this figure was made, even though he wasn't even barely in the series. I think that alone makes it go up in ranking. And now, this figure is one near and dear to my heart. And it's because back in the day, McDonald's had Happy Meals, and they released a Batgirl figure that was exactly like this. Uh, And I had it. And I absolutely loved it, and I don't know why. I don't know if it was just the colors or what. But, I'm so happy that they made this version of Batgirl. And originally, they made the new Batman Adventure first. And they made that one better articulation, like, this one only has hinge ankles, just like the Riddler, just like well, this Harley doesn't even have ankle things at all, so this is hard to stand. And that's another reason this gets a low ranking. But this Batgirl, she's cool. She came with a battering, Which is accurate because Robin gave her a little battering at the beginning of Shadow of the Bat Part 2. And uh, not the best articulation, but overall it does look exactly like she does look in the animated series. And I'd have to give this a 10 out of 10. Does she get a lot of accessories? No, but because she didn't, in the show she didn't have a lot of accessories. She was just becoming Batgirl. So, it's accurate. Um, now, what's weird is after this Riddler, we didn't get this Batgirl for a little bit. Then after this Batgirl, things kind of went hush-hush on the DC Collectibles front, I don't a lot of people were wondering whether or not that was the last figure and this is where uh, the rally cry really went up for the original Two-Face, the original Scarecrow with the red outfit, Gray ghost and that sort of thing so next week we'll get into all of that but this whole time frame of DC uh, collectibles or DC Direct was an interesting time especially for fans now I do, I said I was going to get into this a little bit and I almost skipped over it. But, again, I do want to thank my good buddy, all the way from Ireland, who sent these out. And the shipping alone, I I mean, that doesn't go, that doesn't get lost on me. The fact that he had to pay for shipping to send these to me all the way from Ireland. But Toy Snap Inc., he is uh, starting his own, like, diorama piece business. And I believe it's at a link in his story and these pieces again I don't want to just uh, gloss over them they they're sturdy they have a good density to them they don't feel like they're gonna like break if you just move them the wrong way or just drop something on them or even if you drop them I feel like they'll they'll last so excuse me i I want to thank him for taking time out of his schedule to make these and to think of me that uh, I could possibly help. And after receiving them and not knowing what to expect, to be honest, I I'm, I'm, I really do think that they're cool. You can tell that he put a lot of love and care into them. Like even on the side, there's like four panels of, uh, of wood sticks in there. Like you can tell he used hot glue sticks or hot glue sticks. You can tell he used popsicle sticks or something like that to make it and he put a lot of uh a lot of layers on that so it's sturdy it's not gonna break easy he didn't uh he didn't get lazy and cheap out so i do think that if you are someone that's looking into getting some pieces like this to add to a diorama to an extreme set something like that check him out and again i'll have a link in my description box below okay so this week's btas episode review is blind as a bat it is a penguin episode and it is the 59 to be produced and it was the 54th to air now the way we start off with this episode is we are like it almost feels like it's at an air show and i i have a good strong <laughs> knowledge of air shows because I live in the Palmdale Lancaster area of the uh, Los Angeles County area. So I live about 45 to an hour north of Los Angeles, and in the area where the B2 bomber was invented and all of that. So, I mean, my dad even works at the base. So I have a good knowledge of air shows. And this is what this looks like at the beginning. And it is Wayne Tech doing a demonstration of a prototype military helicopter, which that in and of itself is weird to hear uh, Wayne Tech dealing in weapons. It almost sounds like a Tony Stark sort of thing. But uh, Bruce Wayne is there himself in attendance, and it is for the Raven x 111 and they're showing off all the weapon system and all its abilities, and that includes its a silent running engine, it has a cloaking device, it makes it invisible to any radar and sonar, and it has a revolutionary ZVF sensor package, which using com- uses computers in its uh, system to sense the data and produce the visual images basically allowing it to work in total darkness so it is a very advanced piece of machinery and bruce wayne even says himself he's he's very impressed but he doesn't know how he feels about wayne tech producing weapons and then of course shortly after he says that the plane starts attacking the grandstands and all the people in attendance and start shooting luckily people seem to be okay and uh, not too much is going not too many people are injured and then one lady after Penguin announces that he himself is the one that's hijacked the plane there's a woman in the line of fire and Bruce goes to save her and he does and then when he lifts his head up to look and see what's going on, there's an explosion that affects his eyesight and basically renders him blind and he collapses and Alfred goes over to pick him up and see what's going on with him and that's when, uh, he says hey, I need to get out of here, you need to take me home can't go to the hospital because I don't want everyone to know that I'm blind I remember as a kid, this really was like what the heck, Bruce Wayne's blind so then in the next scene we see an old series regular and the only other person that Bruce would trust in a time like this and the only person that, uh that is a doctor that Bruce would trust especially and that's Leslie Tompkins she's at Wayne Manor and she's checking out Bruce and his eyes and she basically says that he's not permanently blind but there is some damage to his vision and that uh, if he does anything that could add further damage aka if he does any Batman activity then his blindness can be permanent and so he tries to rest and while he's resting Penguin is running amok in this Raven X-111 this helicopter and he's doing all this running amok and Commissioner Gordon is putting up the bad signal he's out there with Mayor Hill and Harvey and they're waiting but no response from Batman and since uh, Penguin's realizing there's no one's really stopping him or trying to stop him, no Batman he shoots and collapses the bridge And so once Batman hears this, he he gets a little bit more pissed off and he says, you know, I'm just going to stop Penguin at all costs. So he gets Leslie and he coerces her into helping make this uh, device that works a lot like sonar and a lot like the system on the Raven helicopter, which allows Batman to see based on, you know, sonar imaging. And even, it wires it to his brain, even. And uh, even though he has this ability to see, Leslie still warns him. him, you know, you need to take it easy. And Even though you have this, you can still mess up your eyes, and it needs to run on a battery pack, so it needs to have some power. It's very limited uh, if you go outside of a power range. And so Batman, of course, uses his Batwing, his Batplane, he is able to plug in the sonar vision uh, aid apparatus that he's using uh, to the Batwing and that gives him enough power. But while he goes after Penguin and the uh, helicopter, Penguin's able to shoot down the Batwing and in doing so, he leaves Batman with a limited amount of power to see. And once uh, Batman's grounded, he has to take on a Penguin thug because it's always a thug. You can't just take on the bad guy right away. So Batman has to take on a thug, and he uses what's left of the uh, the power in the battery to take out the thug. After that, Penguin's able to deduce that, you know, Batman, he's not at the top of his game, man. He can't see, so he uses this to taunt Batman, even get in his head. He's like, you're as blind as a bat. You couldn't hit the broad side of a barn, let alone this bird. And he just continues to taunt him, and uh, he even gets close to pushing him into molten steel, but Batman hanging on to a he's hanging onto a water valve and he feels the water hit him. so he realizes that. And so he turns the water valve, allowing the water to hit the steel, creating a, a lot of steam which causes penguin to cough. And so again, because of sound, not sonar, but because of sound of penguin coughing, Batman's able to find out where he is and he's able to stop penguin. And uh, even though Penguin is, was at his most physically threatening in this episode, it still wasn't enough to stop Batman. And then we see that the next day, after all this, uh, Leslie's back at Wayne Manor. She's taking bandages off Batman's eyes, and they're able to see that. See, they're able to. Uh, <laughs> they're, I want. I don't want to say see, but I guess I got it. They're able to see that Bruce's vision is perfectly fine. And uh, that is Blind as a Bat. Penguin episodes never tend to be too deep or uh, too exciting. But I feel like that, in terms of Penguin being a physical threat, this is the episode that makes him about as physically threatening as he can be, and it requires Batman having no vision, which I think that's funny. Especially because... Birds in general are supposed to have good vision, so. It's funny that, uh. Penguins episode. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. See, even when you try to get too deep with the Penguin episode, you can't. So. <laughs> that's, uh. That's the Blind as a Bat episode review. I don't know what the next episode is. I'll have to, uh. Wait till next week. And I was gonna do a how to. Uh, and show a visual demonstration, but uh, it's just been a crazy week, a lot, with the uh, news and the media and all that, so I just, I wasn't feeling too up to doing a how-to demonstration, plus I just wasn't, wasn't really thinking uh, what I could do in terms of Visually showing anything, so I just decided that I'm going to say that you need to be creative in what you do. I uh, know that if you have, say, you have like a neck of street diorama, it's tempting to just want to do a ton of photos on that. And I mean, you can do a lot of photos on that, there's a lot of different uh, combinations of sets you can do. But even after a while with that, you... I mean, even if I was doing, a, like, two or three or five photos and they look completely different and it was on the of street dial, I would still kind of be like, okay, I need to mix it up. And uh, so for that sort of thing, just don't be afraid to get weird or think of uh, random things. Like, for some of my photos that I enjoy the most... And that people think are really cool, it's just a fireplace, a fire behind it. But people think I'm doing some crazy fire setup. Nah, no, it's just the fireplace. And even uh, for some creative photos where... Uh, recent ones where I had all the villains of uh, BTS in a circle with Batman in the middle. And that's not a crazy die or anything, it's just uh, the garage floor. And I'm taking a top-down picture. And then... Even... (laughs) Even when I was... uh, Making a pizza the other day... And opened the oven... And I was looking inside... And it it looked like with the proper lighting... You could do like a sci-fi... A sci-fi image. I might have to... Try to do that... And see if anyone can guess what the inside is... For those that didn't listen to this podcast... But... Uh... Don't be afraid.